Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. This is episode two of The Week of Paul Flying Solo. So, hope you hopefully you've enjoyed my... Uh, it <laughs> it kind of feels like I'm ranting because there's just literally nobody sitting here with me right now because uh, I don't have Angie across the table from me to at least interject or look at me when I'm going way off on a tangent. But... Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed. Hopefully you enjoyed that last episode. And um, this one, this one today, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to push back against a very popular concept. And I'm not going to say it's completely wrong, but there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of talk about like finding your why. If you want to accomplish a goal, find your why. Why are you, why do you want that goal? Find that. And then, you know, that's, that's the ticket. And I'm going to push back against that a little bit because it tends to get a little. It, it can. It tends to get done incorrectly. It tends to get done at a very superficial level, and that's exactly what I'm going to tap into. But anyway, before we get going, make sure you head on over to missingpiecepodcast.com. Uh, check out old episodes of the podcast. You can go to our website, get our weekend nutrition blueprint. You can check out our free at um, at home strength training guide. You can see what's going on with our anti diet um, course. You can, man. Join our Facebook group where we do free trainings every week. So come on, interact with us there. Um, drop us a review that helps other people find the podcast, which is, you know, hopefully if you're finding value, help other people find value in it as well. And hey, you know what? You can even pull out your phone right now, grab the little share button, text somebody, say, hey, this is a dope podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> I would appreciate that uh, because word of mouth is huge. So anyway, what we're going to talk about today is finding your why. Finding your why. And <clears throat> first, I'm going to talk about how it often gets done wrong. And then secondly, I'm going to talk about why it might not even be necessary. So first of all, so here's the concept, right? People are like, this is where, this is where it gets done wrong. So people, trainers, especially, right? So the book, it came from a book called, or, you know, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, who I, he's actually, it's a terrific book. And he's a, he's really one of my favorite authors. He's, he's written a couple of really amazing books, specifically that one, Start With Why and um, Leaders Eat Last. And I can't think of the other book that I read by him, but everything I've read by him is amazing. So, so it's not a knock on the concept per se. It's a knock on the fact that it gets done, it gets done dirty. So people will be like, this is, this is it in the fitness industry, right? People come to us and they're like, man, you know what? Here I am as a trainer. Hey, you know, what do you want? And little, you know, trainer at the health club who's been doing this for like seven months is like, what do you want? And you're like, I want to look good with my shirt off. And they're like, cool, but why? Right. We have to find your why. And because you don't know this person, because they're maybe younger than you, because there's no rapport built up, you're not going to share your why. You're not going to be like, man, because I'm embarrassed. Take my shirt off at the pool. I'm embarrassed 
when people take a picture of me at family functions, you're not going to say that. You go, because I need to be healthy for my kids. Right? That's what you say. You don't say because you don't say because I'm a, a manager at work and I need my team to take me seriously in this sloppy ass physique. Let's them know that I don't take myself seriously. You don't say because I'm in sales and people who take care of themselves make better sales. You don't say these things because you're embarrassed. So you say something that you're supposed to say. Something that sounds nice. Oh, I got I to gotta be healthy for my kids. I want to be around for a long time for my kids. Look, I'm here to tell you, you can, you can be around for a long time without exercise. I know that sounds crazy, right? I'm the nutrition guy. I'm the fitness guy. I'm supposed to sit here and tell you how exercise and fitness will make your life longer. They won't. Do you know how advanced medicine is? Do you know how long we can keep somebody alive with medicine? A long ass time. So, I mean, if you just simply want to be sitting there for your kids, you can do that now and you can do that for another 50 years. Pop some pills. Now, if you want to sit there and actually be present for your kids, if you actually had some rapport with this trainer and they had taken some time to get to know you before they start trying to pull these deep ass questions out of you, Maybe you would have said, because I feel like I'm not present with my kids right now. Because this isn't me. This isn't who I want to be. I look in the mirror and I don't know how I got to look this way. Because in my head, in my head, I'm still this like 20 year old. I, I see myself at, at 18, 20, 25. That's, that's, you know, 30 even. Like that's who I am in my head. And then I look in the mirror or somebody snaps a candid picture of me. And I'm like, man, that's not me. And then it ruins me for a couple of days. I just can't, you know, I can't be present because all I can think about is how, yeah, I've got a great job. Yeah, I've got great kids. I have a beautiful house. I make good money, but I hate, I, this isn't me. This physical representation is not me. You're not going to say that to that trainer. And so the, the biggest thing, why it gets done wrong, start with why, is because people say what they think they're supposed to say. Or perhaps they say nothing at all. And then, <clears throat> and then the trainer implants these things in their heads. Well, don't you want to be healthy? Don't you want to be around for your kids? Yeah, well, guess what? Saying what you're supposed to say, <laughs> it's never, <laughs> that is never the path to inner peace. I'll tell you that much right now. So that's the first way that it kind of gets done wrong. But secondly, secondly, it insinuates something. It insinuates that you have to find this deep why that drives you because this is going to suck so bad. And this is going to be counter to everything your insides are telling you to do. And in, in those moments, in those dark ass moments, working with me, this seven months trainer at LA Fitness, you're going to have to dig deep and think about your kids. Like, you think, <laughs> do you think, do you think you can, first of all, do you think that's the path to long term? 
transformation? Do you think this is a path to long-term transformation? Is to, is to do something you hate so much that you have to tap into this inner desire in these, in, in, in these dark-ass moments? And do you think... Do you think in these dark ass moments of doing whatever stupid exercises this person has you doing that you hate, do you think you're going to be like, I am riding this spin bike for my kids? Like, no. You're going to be like, this is stupid and I can't wait to get out of here. And when, when is my package up with this trainer? Because I just, I just resent them because, they're, because this is miserable. And I resent them because they are showing absolutely no understanding of what I'm trying to do here. Because remember, I still didn't actually tell them what's important to me. They told me what I should say, or I said what I thought I should say. And that's what the whole relationship's built on. No. It doesn't have to suck that bad. You don't have to find some deep desire in these dark moments. Mm -mm. I'm actually going to flip that on its head. I'm going to say, find the desire first. And and here's, and you know, maybe I'm just counting, maybe I'm just splitting hairs here. But I actually don't think you need to find your why. I think you can just live from a place of desire. Sometimes when you want something, you cannot explain why you want it. And you know what? You do not have to explain to anybody why you want something. You don't. You don't. If you want to be in shape, you don't have to say it for my kids. Say it for you, man, because you want to feel alive. Because you want to feel like a good representation of who you, you want your external to master your internal. Because you want interactions with the world where we're, People take yourself seriously. And guess what? Where people take you seriously. And guess what? Nobody's going to take you seriously if you don't take yourself seriously first. If you don't respect yourself, how can you expect others to respect you? And, and guess what? They won't. You ha- it all starts internally. And so maybe you don't need this, this why to drive you through these dark times. Maybe you just want what you want. And maybe you just give yourself permission to go after what you want. Maybe you just want to be freaking jacked. Good. Go do it. Don't explain it to anybody. Don't ju- you don't have to justify it. You don't have to justify why you want, you know, financial success. You, like you don't justify your business, right? You don't start a business and then justify to your accountants why your business model has profit built in. You don't, you don't start a business and, you know, take on clients and explain to them or and tell them, Hey, I'm just here to break even like, no, you don't do that. You don't take on a job. Uh, you don't take on a sales job right? and be like, Hey, you know, uh, you, you don't take on a sales job and be like, Hey, you know, uh, I, what's the commission? You're like, no, what's the commission? Cause I'm going to go get some. That's why I'm here is because I can make as much commission as possible. You don't justify that. You want what you want, but for some reason, for some reason, 
we get a little bit nervous about talking when we want when it comes to our physical selves. It feels shallow. It feels vain. Sometimes it can feel that way. Maybe because of the people you surround yourself with. Maybe there's some internal program working subconsciously. And if that's the case, I'm here to help you. I'm here to wake you up from it. Delete that program. You don't give a shit what anybody says anymore. You don't justify your desires to anybody. And you just go do them. That's it. And so, finding your why, or starting with why, as Simon Snex can say, says, great book. And honestly, I think you should read it. But, 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 in this situation, A, I think that too many times people start with, they lead with what they say, with what they think their why should be. And then also, it can lead to this place of having to justify why you want what you want. And when we're really, really living from a place of desire, when we are really thriving, we just don't have to justify. It doesn't all make sense why we want what we want. It doesn't always make sense. Certainly not in the short term. But the more you stuff those desires down, in either A, try to justify them, or B, don't go after them because you're afraid to, because you're you not quote-unquote supposed to, the more dead you're going to feel, the more they're going to pop up in other places in your life that aren't so fulfilling, you know? So when we look for finding your why, maybe it's just, this is what I want. And I'm going after it. Maybe it's because this is what it's going to take to make me feel alive. Maybe, maybe I, I do want to set a good example for my kids. But maybe to me, that means living a life true and authentic to myself. You know? Because at the end of the day, I have to be me first in order to set any sort of example. Because otherwise, I'm just going to perpetuate a cycle of people constantly, quote unquote, sacrificing themselves for the kids. And then they have nobody to role model off of anyway. You know, this is an unpopular opinion, but you got to go for like putting yourself first gets demonized a lot. It gets demonized a lot in this day and age about people being selfish, vain and, you know, whatever. Um I'm here to, I put myself first. I put myself first and I expect Angie to put herself first. I do. Why? Because how are we supposed to have a good marriage if we're weak individuals? We, what, what would happen then is we would be codependent. Whereas if we are both happy and healthy and strong on our own, we have a marriage that's interdependent is a much better thing. And so my kids are actually third on the list. I am first. My marriage is second. My kids are third. Why is that? Because it's weird because doing that model actually puts my kids first. Isn't that weird? Because how, because my kids, I'm here to serve them. I'm here to, to, to raise them right. And how can I do that? How can I set a good example for them? 
if I don't have, if I haven't first prioritized myself and by, in my having done so having prioritized a solid marriage. So yeah, kids are third. I am first. My marriage is second. My kids are third. And by default, by default, my kids then become first. Isn't that crazy? How you can only serve people if you put yourself first. In the long term, anyway. You can have no boundaries all you want. <laughs> you can have no boundaries all you want. You could just put everybody else first, and you could just grind yourself down to nothing. And you, could, and you can die at 70, and maybe you lived for... Hell, you could die at 80. And maybe you lived for 15 years on a meager retirement account. <laughs> And you were on medications the whole time and you weren't even really physically well enough to enjoy your retirement. And you kind of resented your entire career anyway, because you were doing something you didn't want to do and working out other people's priorities. Or you could put yourself first, you could draw some boundaries, you can get clear on what you want, go after what you want without explaining it to anybody, without justifying it to anybody. And when you do that, by default, You'll have a stronger marriage. And then, by default, your kids are going to be brought up in a stable, secure environment in which they have something to role model off of. Kind of, kind of a hard right turn there from finding your why. But if there, you know, there's, there's two lessons here, two, two bullet points. First of all, Saying what you think you should say or doing what you think you should do, think you should do, say what you, saying what you think you should say, path to nowhere every single time, every single time. So what do you do? You do what you want to do and you don't have to explain it or justify it to anybody. And oddly enough, by following that path of desire without, without apologizing, without explaining it, by doing that, you actually contribute more to the world and raise the collective vibration because you give other people permission to do the same thing. Because what's written on our heart, the dreams and visions that we have for our lives, that is unique to us. And I actually view it as a moral obligation to bring those things into reality because nobody else can do it. Only I can. And only you can do what's written in your heart. And it looks different for everybody. Some of us are going to be on a podcast. Some of us are going to be healthcare workers. Some of us are going to be in the military. Like, I don't know. You're going to do, we're all going to do the, the what is going to be different for everybody. But the vision and what we bring to the world, the hopes and dreams, that's unique to the individual. And they, it's on them. They have to do it in order to show other people what's possible. I have to. And every time you take a desire and you take a dream and you take a vision and you ignore it and you cast it aside because there's something else you think you should be doing. Every time you do that, you lower the collective vibration and you role model to other people that they should be doing the same, that there is some sort of should, that there is some sort of right way, that they do have to justify wanting what they want. 
That's no good, friends. So, big takeaway. Want what you want. Don't apologize for it. Don't justify it to anybody. And in some crazy turn of events, doing so, following your heart's desire, is actually going to be what allows you to contribute to the world most.